Hey everybody, thank you for joining me with Convo with Yoli. And I have on today my buddy Romy. His name is Arthur John. Hi, Romy. That's me. How you doing? <laughs> How are you? Thank mm-hmm. you for joining me today. Of course. Happy to be here. Yay! So what have you been up to? It's today, let's see, today's Sunday. Um, we're here. Did you what did you do any what did you do today? Anything special? Anything on the horizon for the week? Um, what did I do today? Um, I, yeah, I kind of like woke up around like 8.30 this morning and then did like a, um, good to know a lot of churches, they're doing the, uh, the services like online type of thing. So I, mm-hmm. yeah, ha- yeah, so I had that on and then I did kind of like doze off, but I heard bits and pieces of that though. Oh and, um, God, really? Yeah. And, yeah. And then, um, kind of like fully woke up around like 10.30 and then. And I just went to the store to get some syrup, but then uh, about four bags of groceries and sixty dollars later um, <laughs> came out with probably the whole store. Mm-hmm. You know, the usual. You went to Walmart, then, didn't you? Actually, I went to Stop and Shop. It's like right down the worse. down the street from my house. I know, right? That's even worse. That's even worse. You know, yep. you can't go to a grocery store and you step and you buy one thing and they're like, "Oh, I'm just gonna get a couple of things." You come out, half of aisle six and seven is in your cart. Like that's not, you know, that's not one thing. And that's what happened to me too. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna get syrup. I'm like, wait, I don't have cream cheese at home. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna get that. Wait, we don't have eggs. Mm-hmm. Gonna need that. And then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna need some like couple of drinks and stuff and a couple of snacks. But then like $60 later, I'm like, what did I just buy? Mm-hmm. You just went shopping for the week. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That was the intention. So those ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know my friend Jerome, those of you that will hear this, some of you will know who Jerome is. Some of you that don't, Jerome is a director, writer, produ- uh, producer, playwright. Yeah, all of it. Theater executive director. He is yes. the CEO and founder of Tribal Innovation. Innovations. Yep, and yep. It is a black-owned, people of color, geared. Mm-hmm. Uh, type of theater, um, but not. It's centrally uh, that, but of course, it's not just you know. We he wants to actually. You know what? I'm going to let you tell people about what it is because every time I try to talk about somebody else's work, I always screw it up. So I'm going to let you go ahead and do that. <laughs> that it's all good. It's all good. So, Charville Innovations Theater Company is a theater company geared towards setting a platform for audiences of color. So rather, if you're like black, Latino, Indian, Asian type of thing, and you have an interest in have an interest in the performing arts, so rather it be like directing, uh, playwriting, producing, acting, um, uh, music-wise, even uh, like backstage crew. If you have a strong interest in it, um, yeah, you could like definitely come on over, and not only like experience and experiment with like different aspects, but also improve and um become like the best you can be pretty much in in that aspect and that's one thing i've noticed with the uh theater world there's not too many people taking chances with people of color and especially if like just starting off and not sure really what what avenue to go um we're here pretty much like help you in that process and and see where your specialty is mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And um, awesome. this, yeah, this idea actually came up 
came up to me. Well, I, I thought, I want to say about four years ago, I directed Fences mm-hmm. over at Villagers Theater. And then that's when I, because, side note, I've been doing this for like about like 14 years. Mm. So um, I kind of like somewhat noticed that I've been like either like the, the only person of color or there will be only a handful of us. But I didn't really like pay much attention to it until 2016 when I, after I directed Fences, I'm like, why aren't other theater companies, especially community theater, doing this type of thing? Right. So right. I'm like, you know, yeah. And then from there, I'm like, you know what? Let me like do my research and find out as much as I can. Mm-hmm. So actually I could open up or do something to provide those opportunities. I'm like, you know what? Well, the best option, the best way to do that is to open up a theater company. Right. And I think now that um, since you're, you know, you're doing it and uh, there's other directors trying to bring in more, uh, you know, people of color uh, centric type of plays. Like I remember Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, I was in a play called Rashida Speaking and that was Mm -hmm. at Interact Productions and Interact Productions is ran by Nick Clary. He um, brought in a director, uh, African-American director, come in and do just what you're basically saying your company is geared towards doing. And it was great. We had such a large, large turnout. Normally um, that play only ran for like a weekend. And with that, I, I, I was with that company for a minute and you know, they took a chance because normally they have like plays, they have like running for three weekends and, you know, you expect a large turnout. Literally this week, this particular weekend was full every night packed. So it's there. So we know that that is, that interest is there. And they were very happy with that. And I commend Nick for taking that chance to go on and doing that. So yeah, it was it was a great turnout. Um, so that's something that is definitely needed, and we know for sure that that's something that's wanted, and we just have to keep just continue it. So I'm glad that you're able to um, go out there and launch out and do that because that's it's needed. <laughs> definitely, and um, it's a huge step of faith because like with my background is in theater and the performing worlds and not business whatsoever. So, like this definitely hasn't been a journey for me because. I don't really, again, like I said, I don't really have a strong business background. And yet okay. alone for like um, a, like a nonprofit organization, okay. really no background in that either. So like, this is not only a learning experience for me, but I hope that what I go through, I can actually, mm-hmm. my story will help somebody else be like, oh, all right, seeing that you went through it, can you help me out? And then it's just more of like networking and mentorship. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that is awesome. Awesome thing. Yeah. So, um, tribal innovation. So basically what is on the horizon? What's your mission as far as further? I know, I know one of the, uh, the major mission is basically, you know, trying to bring in more people of color centric type of plays, uh, individuals to do, um, to direct, you know, this is almost like a focal point for people like to get their quote unquote start, their learning, their mentorship, like you mentioned mentorship. What's the other, do you have anything else that's going, that you see it, like, what do you see it in five years? What do you see it in 10 years? Yeah. So in five years, um, we're not only would be doing like the traditional work in a non-traditional aspect. um, Mm -hmm. By that, I mean like doing 
Unless you're like doing like uh, barefoot in the park with like a black couple or interracial couple type of thing, but mm-hmm. also doing um, like new works. So if there's any anybody that's uh, any new playwrights that want to have their work showcased mm-hmm. type of thing, mm-hmm. they can actually have a place they could come in and not only like right. develop their mm-hmm. the piece, mm-hmm. but they could also have a showcase type of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And then um. And then also with that, we're thinking of also doing like a uh, like a mentorship type type of program with high school students. Mm-hmm. So um, we would not only like go to high schools and and like have these uh, workshops with um, students and whatnot, but um, mm-hmm. like after high school, after they graduate, they can actually have maybe do like a summer camp or maybe have um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, have uh, like an internship. Inter- yeah, like an internship where we like work, work with colleges, type of thing. So mm-hmm. if they need like extra credits in their fields and right. performing arts, we could like work with them, right. type of thing. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and then awesome. yeah, so that would be like one of the aspects. One other things that we're thinking about doing is um mm-hmm. is like doing like these eight, probably eight to ten week workshops, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Where we offer classes, not only to high mm-hmm. school students, but for pretty much like the anybody in the community. So if they want to um, okay. learn like one specific aspect, like playwriting, we'll actually mm-hmm. have like an eight-week workshop just mm-hmm. for that. Um, if mm-hmm. there's one for dancing, there'll be one for singing, one for music, mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, in like ten years, we're hoping to even like start a building campaign. So we'll actually mm. like uh, raise funds so we could have our own building, right? Type of thing. Okay, so so tribal innovations is basically more virtual. Like, how would you be able to house people mentoring? How would you be able to house like shows if somebody wanted to put on a show or production? Where would you? This would be probably like a floating venue type of thing. So basically, you would be finding different theater venues yep. to perform, and it'll be just under your production company name, correct? Correct. Yep. Gotcha. Oh, awesome. Yeah, but as we all know, with that, it that, it comes with um expenses because like renting yeah. renting a venue and just putting up a show for like one weekend would run you at least mm-hmm. like five to ten thousand dollars, and that's just yeah. for like a six, oh, yeah. four to six show run, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it, it's gonna take a lot of faith and a lot of um, fundraising to get up, mm-hmm. to get up there. Mm-hmm. What are some of the obstacles that you've come across so far? <laughs> um, one of the top obstacle that I have run into, run into so far is that for me, I'm the type of person who likes to be in control of things. And especially seeing that mm-hmm. this is my baby, it's a little mm-hmm. bit hard for me to like let go with things. Mm-hmm. I like delegate mm-hmm. people to do that. But I think mm-hmm. now I'm at a good spot where I'm like, all right, I do not want to burn myself out. So um, mm-hmm. this person will take the lead with uh, certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Another aspect is it's pretty much like getting some funding because with this whole COVID uh, thing going on, a good... Yeah, everything has ceased. Yeah, not only that, but a lot of people, they either got laid off their job or um, funds mm-hmm. are kind of tight with them. Yeah. So um, yeah. it's definitely understandable. It's like, yeah, I would love to donate, but... Right now, I don't have the money to. Yeah. Yeah. So um. Yeah. 
yeah that's a bit of a that's that's like a current day challenge yeah um and funding anything is pretty much especially for the performing arts is 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 easy and hard at the same time some people want to donate to live theater and you know keep the shows going and stuff like that especially like when it's a smaller theater or community or something like that um it's it's harder but then it's easy because it's, it's it's really touch and go hot and cold kind of thing yeah would you agree or no yeah, and um, yeah. it's also kind of hard for people to volunteer as well because with the whole social distancing, and um, I can't we can't really do much anyway because a lot of yeah a lot of places are closed, so yeah yeah that's only a tough part. So as of right now, the best option for us to go is uh, more on the virtual route until things people get more comfortable with uh with being able like being near people and being outside and volunteering all that jazz. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I also told people that you're a writer. So exactly your writing, what are you working on right now? Yes, um I am actually working on one piece called Tith Till Death, Dewey Part. And mm-hmm. it is basically is based on a uh a relationship. I'm not gonna say mm-hmm. exactly what relationship or whose relationship <laughs> it is. That's a surprise. <laughs> yeah, but um yeah, it's based on a same same sex couple who uh, who's planning on getting married, but there are a couple other people who's close to one of the characters mm-hmm. who's um, against this marriage. Not because it's a same sex marriage; it's just because of the harsh feelings towards the other party. Mm-hmm. And um, as the play goes, don't tell too much. <laughs> don't tell too much. Don't tell it. Don't tell it. Don't tell I won't. It. I won't. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> surprise! <laughs> and then, as the, as the show moves on, we find out some secrets, and um, yeah, gonna leave it at that. It's like, oh, what kind of wow. secrets I'm talking about? If you want to know, you have to come right. see the show. Gotta come see yep. it. And um, it goes up in a playwrights festival in New York in October, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I believe the dates are like October twenty first, twenty fourth, and twenty fifth. It's a Wednesday, mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, if you want to actually find out more information about that, you can either go on my Facebook page and I'll post more things uh, once it gets closer to the date. It's a Jerome John 89 on Facebook or Jerome Arthur John type of thing. Awesome, because I'm going to put that description. Do you have a website? Um, does Travel Innovations have a website? Yes, Travel Innovations does have a website. It is www.tribalinnovationstheater.org And is theater spelled T-R-E or T-E-R? T-R-E. Yep. Gotcha. I'm going to put everything in the um, in the uh, the description of this uh, episode. Oh, awesome. Everybody will get it, yeah. So people will be able to see it and reference it and all that good stuff. So now, what is what else is going on with you as far as like you're also an actor too? So have you been auditioning anything, or you just mostly been writing? Um, I've been most. I think you've been mostly writing stuff. Yeah, mostly writing. Um, I not only had the one project that we just uh, talked about, but um, I have a couple other projects in mind that I, I have started, but it's now kind of like simmering on the the back burner for now. Um, I have a piece about two brothers in Nigeria in 1970. Um, mm-hmm. One has to be happened to be a in a Christian faith, and the other one is the Muslim faith. So, um, mm. yeah, there'll be a kind of have like there'll be conflicts there. 
Um, mm -hmm. I have another piece called Dance with My Father. And um, mm. yeah, with that one, it's, it's about... All right, so there's like a father that has two sons by two different women. And um, oh. one of them is in the hospital and actually is going to be needing a kidney transfer type of thing. Oh, dear. And um, yeah, there's just like a lot. Of... Did we? I'm sorry? Didn't we read for that? Didn't we read for that? Yeah, um, we did read for that at the HP21 workshop um, sometime last I year. So. But um, I, did ha I do have a few scenes down for that one, but um, I haven't really got gotten back to that one to write more okay. scenes but you know that's definitely on the back burner simmering yeah okay and then um yeah that's the second piece i have another piece in mind called uh last call and mm -hmm. it's dealing with a bartender and two guests and the restaurant but they're not who you think they are type of thing Oh, see, now this, this, see, this is that stuff I'm talking about. And I'll be needing oxygen tanks for it. Y'all be having these plot twists <laughs> and throwing me off <laughs> and um, just messing me up. And let me explain to y'all. One time we read for Till Death Do We Part. Is that the yes. name of it? I always get it wrong. Okay, Death Do We Part. And one time we read, and I think this was the first time we introduced, uh, well, this is the first time I heard this person read for one of his characters. And I was just doing the stage directions. We were just doing a cold read of it. And, um... I don't think I could finish the rest of the play after the person just went ahead and finished reading the part because it was just ratchet and messy. <laughs> and um, I told Jerome, I can't read the rest of this. You here? You take it over. Y'all go ahead and finish that out because I was pretty much done. I was done. This this one character was just, she just stole the scene. I was like, what? <laughs> what did she just say? Yep. <laughs> I said, you wrote this? And now, mind you, I've read Till Death Do We Part as, as it progressed yes. in so many different ways. Bromi, Jerome has been, um, I call him Romy. So Romy has been <laughs> um, working on this play for a while. Yes. And I can tell you that I didn't expect this when I heard the read for this. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to go ahead and sit this one. <laughs> I'm not going to. Mm -mm. But it was, it's, it's, it's that good. So I can't wait for it to be put on the stage and actually performed because this is a really, really good play, a really good piece. Well, actually, no, lies. It has been performed. Yes. A scene of it has been performed. Yeah, it was the uh, opening scene and it was at the HP 21 showcase last year up in, um, what was that place? The Producers Club. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was, I was cool. Yeah, and I am actually going to also be like directing this piece as well because I'm um, going to see this is my like first piece that I'm writing and it's my baby. <laughs> At least when I like had the first one, type of thing. So um, yeah, okay. yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun. Okay. This is gonna yes. be a lot of fun. I, I'm 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 gonna enjoy the heck out of this. <laughs> Actually, the other pieces I'm gonna enjoy too. So when you're not writing, and directing, mm -hmm. and acting, and singing, and playing, and calling us crackheads. Yes, he calls us crackheads. <laughs> yes, he calls us crackheads all the time. Um. What do you like to do in your in your in your leisure time? Because yes, ladies, he is single. Uh -huh, <laughs> yes, I am. He is an eligible. He is an eligible bachelor. <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you like to do in your leisure time, my dear? As if I don't know some of it, but I want the listeners. To of course. Uh, what do I like to do in my leisure time? Um, I do like to take naps every now and then. Naps are like the best thing ever. You know what? 
Uh, what else do I like to do? Um, Naps. I don't know. I, I try to exercise when I can. Um, and I try to try to get this beach body ready. You know? Um, the, the, you try you try to get the course, beach body? Of course. Okay. I mean, it's, it's kind of it's kind of there. You know? It's kind of there. <laughs> oh, it's, it's almost there. <laughs> well, now let me ask you this. Do you have, because um, a couple of people that I've spoken to, um, now we all talk about, like, not to sound so, now I'm, I'm going to get off the formalities of this. Um, I know we talk about diets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um... Like I said, this COVID nineteen thing, diets have went clean out the window. Yeah, I'm gonna speak for myself because some other people probably listening to this be like, "No, my diet is still intact. You fat behind." Oh just no! Fat, all these, all these are fat. Oh no! But speak for yourself. But um, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing as far as your diet? Like, do you have any type of fitness? But you said you 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 try to work out something. Like, do you have any kind of like regime? Because I know you do meal prep. That yes. Um, meal prep. The meal prep thing, like, not only saves me a lot of money from, like, eating out and stuff, but, um, yeah, I try to at least, like, do, like, a, a protein, mostly, like, chicken, um, chicken breast, and I try to, for a lot of my veggies, I do a lot of greens, so I'm either, like, spinach mm-hmm. or doing, like, broccoli or green beans type of thing, and um, I also mm-hmm. have mixed sweet potatoes, so I either um, roast mm-hmm. them or make sweet mashed potatoes. With like some cinnamon, mm-hmm. some uh, brown sugar, some seasonings in there. <laughs> brown sugar, how you doing? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So yeah, um, I do a lot of that. Um, and sometimes when I do make the chicken, I either um, just cook the whole chicken breast or I cut it up to pieces and um, mix that with mm-hmm. some like bread and green peppers and, and some other stuff, which comes out really good. Mind you, I'm still trying to get a dish. I've been asking for a dish since the calendar said 1990-something on it. Well, I mean, seriously. Oh, like, you didn't get the FedEx? You didn't get that FedEx package yet? No? No, I didn't get a FedEx package. I'm oh, on my okay. Dish. I have you. to check on that for you. you know? Sorry. Yeah, but seeing that to, you're yeah. all the way down in Virginia now, it's going to take a little bit longer. Feel me? Oh, whatever. <laughs> you know, I've been saying this since I was in Jersey. All right. You, should, you know. Well, see, it, it probably got lost in the mail or something. Whatever. I want my food, all right. man. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. So, so what is um what are some of the things that you would advise someone? Um, I'm going to flip back into acting just a little bit because yes. you are an actor. Um, if somebody wanted to, what are the challenges and what are the... Uh, things that you face when it comes to like trying to audition some of the advice that you can give to someone that's trying to get out there and go hey I want to be an actor let's do this you know what could you say um definitely one of the things I could say is uh, is to read up on a lot of stuff um try to be as knowledgeable as you can not only with like reading different types of scripts but also just knowing um the different styles as well because um as we all know, Neil Simon's plays is totally different from August Wilson, and that's totally different from tennis, Ooh, yeah. Tennessee Williams. So I would say to educate mm-hmm. yourself as much um, with the different styles. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, like with that, also just um, try to audition as much as you can. And um, also try to just get a lot of feedback from, from directors or producers that you audition for. 
Um, I know a lot of people don't do this because uh, they're either like very naive about things or they think that they're they're the ish, so to say. But I, mm-hmm. I would say like the best thing to do is like ask for feedback and be open to feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What else can I say? Uh, yeah, just also like try to be connected with as many people as you can because um Mm -hmm. because as you know like a a lot of actors again like i said a bit earlier sometimes we do get naive because we feel that we like know everything in the world but there's a lot of stuff that we don't know and i i happen to like fall into the category years ago after graduate after I graduated college, I'm like, yeah, I got my bachelor's in theater arts with my musical theater minor. I learned a lot. I, now I'm like the next mm-hmm. best thing out there. And yeah. Oh, exactly. and, then, <laughs> and then you really get out there and you like, oh, this degree don't mean Yeah, Ooh, at nothing. all. <laughs> and then be like, oh, I never <laughs> really learned this in school or like I was never taught this. So um, mm-hmm. even when I uh, started going to M- MTC with uh, Marshall Evans, a lot of the stuff that he taught, I'm like, that is so common sense that why did I not think yeah. of it this way? Or why was I never taught right. this? Right. So that really, like, yeah. hum- that right there just humbled me real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So It, um, it does. Yeah. It does. And that's, like, another thing, too. Um, stay humble because... A lot of directors, yeah. yeah, you may be the most talented person that came to the room, but if your ego is like to the point where it's like arrogance and unattractive, people do not want to work with you mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, so the no, more no. humble you are, no. and the more like mm-hmm. open you are to like learning stuff and collaborating, you'll definitely have no problem um, finding work. Yeah. And then also like the last thing I would say is along along the lines with the education part try to learn a little bit of everything because that will actually guarantee you a job if you're just rather than rather than being strong at one thing so to explain that a little bit it's like for me yeah like i have my hands in like the playwriting and like the directing and the producing and theater company owner and the acting and, and the music. In that sense, I also have like a little bit of experience in like backstage as well. So like having at least a, at least a, a knowledge in all these different aspects, I would have more a guarantee of a job than let's say that if I just went to school and just focused just strictly on the acting. You feel mm. me? So... So getting the knowledge of working other facets of working the various facets of theater, various positions, so you can respect and understand how all of this works, how, what it takes to put up a production, what it takes to go through that journey of being an actor and exactly. developing that character, what it takes for a writer to develop a story, what it takes for a director to get a story brought to life on stage and have exactly. it to do everything. What it, yeah. So yeah, that's very, very good. I always want to tell somebody that's very good advice. I think I learned a lot of my theater um, stuff doing background, doing the behind the scenes work and um, getting an understanding better, which it does help. Yeah, a lot. definitely. It and does. then, um, yeah, just like, and that 
learning all the other stuff will actually make you a stronger performer because you you know what the process is mm-hmm. and then it'll just make it that much quicker for you to um to pretty much like develop your character and be like oh all right so the director is looking more of like a a neil simon type of funny rather than rather than like a uh another comedic writer type of thing where he's mm. it's like mm-hmm. oh the director he's looking more of like a, a tennessee williams approach to the work rather than like an august wilson approach type of thing so yeah right. right yeah so would you say some of your works that you do um well actually let me let me back up a minute so actor what's a role that you would love to play my what's dream, dream role? role uh there's like so many. Um, <laughs> I would say eventually I'll love to play Cold House and um, Right Time. That's one of my dream roles. Mm. Or even like leading player when I get this beach body right. And uh, okay. <laughs> that'll be definitely <laughs> right. like another role right. I love to play. Um, mm. And I guess like when I get older, Troy Maxson in Fences would be a nice, mm. okay. it'll be a nice thing to add in there. Um, what else? I would say, uh, I'm forgetting the name of the character, but it's the Darkest Skin Brother in Blood Knot by, um, Athol Fugard. Oh, oh God. Oh, I should know this. Ooh. Yeah, I should know this too, because I did a mock. We got to let a certain teacher not listen to this part. <laughs> yeah, I should know. I should know this too because (laughs) I actually did a monologue for a master class from there, so I should know it, but it's been like so long. (laughs) So, yeah, Marshall, if you listen to this part, I am sorry. I love you. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, he's going to get this. Those of you, Marshall Evans is one of our, he was our acting coach for for a minute. Um, and he made us work and he taught us a lot about, you know, you got to do your research and learn about more, learn about other playwrights and be able to Definitely. have that knowledge. Uh, and we worked and we did, yep. we worked. <laughs> we did a lot of different stuff. So yeah, he's going to listen to this and be like, mm, mm. It's like, I taught y'all all of this <laughs> and now you just throw, out, throw it out the window, see? Yeah. Throw it right out the window, like this is terrible. But um, yeah, that's a actually that's a very good play, Blood Knot. If you guys ever yes. want to look at that, just read that play. It's very very poignant and kind of kind of relevant to today. Yeah, yeah, majorly. <laughs> yeah, majorly yep. relevant for today, <laughs> in, in a in a in a twist twisty yep. type of way. And and we've seen it and we've seen it performed by a couple of great people. Um that I know um, that did it, uh, speaking of Masterclass. Uh, yeah, it was very, yeah, this is a very, it's a very good play. Very, very, very good play. Um, oh my gosh. Like, I am feeling so like great about, I'm so gl- glad, I can't even talk. See, this is what happens when your brain is on 25,000. <laughs> You're trying to get your thoughts together. And that's basically what it's like to be yes. a playwright. Because <laughs> there's so many voices in your head. It's like, all right, like, listen, there's too many, too many voices in my head right now. Give me like one second to, one at a to time. like get this down on paper type of thing. Right, one at a time, please. I can. I'll listen to y'all. Yes. Just one yes. at a time. 
got 90 million things that you have to do with all that great stuff. So how are you doing? For the, and, and okay, now you said the beach body. So let me get let me get back to that. First of all, how you have a beach body and we can't even go to a beach yet? I don't think we can do any beaches right now. I mean, they're trying to. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it, it just trying um, to make sure that it, that it, it looks somewhat right. So by the time like I'm ready to take off your shirt, they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, Jerome, what have you been doing?" I was like, "Yeah, I've been working on my beach body." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just trying to use my time wisely, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, of course, of course. I'll keep. I'll stay inside. I'll be in the chrysalis yes. of my life right now until I float to, to be a butterfly. Once <laughs> it's all done. <laughs> so that'll that'll twerk. Of course. You know. Um, of course. So how have you been handling yourself during the pandemic? Like, what have you been besides writing? Because I know that's what you've been doing. I've had to put uh, guys. I had to put him on a uh, bedtime oh, schedule. Yes. A virtual bedtime schedule i did that to one of my other friends who's a stage manager i said you need to be midnight yes. is your cutoff <laughs> i don't want to see an email i don't want to see a text message none of that after midnight that's your cutoff you need to rest you need to allow your body to recharge so you can be on your a game come umpteen o'clock and yeah yeah true okay. i mean so, you well, with like, me, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely like a night person, and so a lot of my ideas come out at night. So, um, yeah, and then I, I get so lost in like the writing or even like in any projects that I'm working on that by the time I realize it, it's like one, two in the morning. I'm like, oh, wait, I have to be up in five hours to work type of thing. So, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you need, yeah, you need your sleep. You need your sleep. So, what are the things? Have you what, what have you been binge watching? I'm sure you've been watching some kind of something on TV because a lot of us been through this pandemic. We've been watching something that we either haven't seen in a while. Uh, one of my friends keeps telling me to watch hmm. Ozark, so I think I'm going to get into that soon. Oh, interesting. Uh, well, for me, I, I want to say a couple of weeks ago, um, I just finished up watching um, Married at First Sight. Even though as, as cheesy as it is, Mar- it's very interesting. I'm like. How mm-hmm. can you like actually marry someone you have not even met until like day of your wedding? First of all, let's talk about the show Naked and Dating. So, would you rather be on that show or would you rather be on Married um, Sight? I think you already know my answer to that question, okay. but um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, probably would go with the naked and dating because mm-hmm. you know uh, that that would be a pretty pretty fun. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. But probably, yeah. but probably not yet though because yeah. I want again mm-hmm. I want to get my beach body ready before. Uh... <laughs> 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 oh my god! Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so um, like I, some of the things that um that I have seen um on TV, well, computer, phone, whatever. Um, I have seen there's one show called You hmm. um, our, our good friend Ryan told me to watch that and uh, I figured out why gotcha. <laughs> they wanted me to watch that <laughs> yeah because uh, that show You basically that allows us to know what's really inside of a person especially ryan because he's a mystery and all in himself so you know but if you ever, yeah if you ever see that show yeah whenever people start suggesting shows you can just pretty much tell that 
that's something that's either about them, part of them, or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, um, so for shows and stuff like that, I know that you're a director and I know that you're a writer. What is one of the genres that you would love to, like, I already know that you do um, the one play that you were writing uh, to Death Do We Part. Um, that's more of like a, what you would call like a rom-com, rom-com, like a romantic comedy type of play or something like that. Yeah. Um, a romantic comedy with a lots of, uh, what can I say? Um, yeah, it's just kind of like it, it takes you on a journey. Okay. You don't know what to expect and don't know who's who type of thing. So what other genres would you like to write for? Like what besides that? What other genres? Okay, for, let, me, let, me, let me back up a minute. So for like TV shows, let me, let me ask mm-hmm. you that. What TV show or shows would you like to at least let's I was, let's start with directing. What show would you love to be a director on? Like you'd like to direct an episode or two on? I would love to direct How to Get Away with Murder. That's Oof. my my favorite. Yes. Um, matter of fact, I just like to direct the whole show, like season to season, every single episode. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to be that greedy because like. <laughs> Just like the way that Shonda Rhimes write, right. she leaves like, so much room for you to explore and like do some like crazy stuff with, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely on top of my list. Um, I would also say uh, 13 Reasons Why, but the hmm. first season, the first season of it. Really? Cause I'm, yeah. Because I, I, I really like the... Uh, like the documentaries slash like things that make you think type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, things that also like really makes you want to like make a change. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cause I've never, honestly, I've and and shout out to the show production crew and everybody that's done 13 reasons. I've never seen the show. I'm no. Guilty. No. <laughs> well, the first season you were like, but the other three seasons, uh, it, it's kind of like beating a dead horse, so to say. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because it's like the same subject matter, but then it's just like now it's shifted to a new person. Ooh. So, okay. Yeah. I was also told like, to, to look at a show called, um, I don't mean to segue a little bit, but I, I was also told to watch a show called the, uh, Ozark. Me too. I actually haven't gotten to that one yet, but I heard it's a good show. I, yeah, I heard some very, very good reviews on that show. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's thirteen reasons. Also, I've heard that very good stuff about that show too. To be honest with you, I've, yeah. I've, I just never watched. I've just never saw it. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. I, I'm, I think those are probably a couple of shows since we're still under this pandemic situation. I could still probably kind of take a look at. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, you yeah. know, another show that I love. Um, Dexter. Oh my God! Yes, that's oh, Dexter is one of those shows that you watch one episode, you are you are hooked. Yep. That's it. I I literally remember watching um, a couple episodes when I was at Marshall's house for something. I think mm-hmm. it was either like Christmas, like mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What is this?" He was like, "Oh, this is Dexter." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, oh, this is like the first season." No, and he said, "Like, no, this was like the third or fourth season." I'm like, "You know what? I need to go back and watch this from the beginning." I did, and mm-hmm. literally, I would watch an episode on the way to work, 
mm-hmm. an episode doing my break mm-hmm. at work, an episode <laughs> from work to home, and then another episode before I went to bed. So, like, literally, I was watching four episodes a day. Wow. And finished that bad boy in probably, like, a week and a half, two weeks. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're hooked. <laughs> yeah. 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 And Definitely. I and I've 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 watched a couple of episodes of Dexter too. And I, I said, let me turn this off right now because if I keep watching, I still have a job to go to and I'm trying to get paid. So let me um turn this off now. Yep. And then two thirty in the morning, you're watching like your fifth episode, it'll be like, um mm-hmm. it has to be up in like two hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is bad. This is bad. I can't lose be losing sleep over this. But hey, listen, these people worked hard. I'm trying to give my contribution to them. You understand? <laughs> so, Definitely. Yeah, but okay, that'll be cool. I can see. I can see. So you, so you, so you're pretty much more of the uh, darker side of things. You would like to be directing that. Yeah. Okay. Like the darker make you things that make you think. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And Dexter is one of those and one of the, the the show you and the show Dexter. I see those two shows as shows that will definitely make you think it, you're either going to love the character or you're going to hate it or you're going to just understand one of yeah. the two, you know, their reasoning behind what why they are the way they are. So oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 amazing. It's amazing writing. And it's just like I for me, I'm not a writer writer like that, but it's just those are the goals. When you see shows like that, those are the real goals. When, as a writer, you want to be able to make all the connect the connect the dots and make everything make sense. You know what I mean? Especially something that intricate. Oh yeah, and actually now even I watch every pretty much every single episode of Pass the Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. Now I actually want to like go back and watch it from the beginning mm-hmm. and just continue just watch it all the way through and just like really break down her writing. Mm. and really like really like analyze mm-hmm. like what she's doing right because right. there's like so many like breadcrumbs that she puts in and then like once you like find out find out later on it's like oh that's what that is wait let me go back real quick because mm-hmm. like didn't she just write oh she wrote that and then mm-hmm. that would be the other thing it's like oh okay now I see they yeah. connect in the books yeah mm-hmm. yeah Absolutely. You'd be trying to connect everything for me. And the, and the thing of it is, I know this, but with uh, uh, Shonda Rhimes, that show and Scandal, those dialogues move. They oh, yeah. don't, your moments, you got to hit them moments and they got to really be effective. And that's talent. Like, you got to have your cast on point to do that. You know what I mean? And you got to be able to move the story along if get the audience so engaged that even though it moves so fast, the person wants to go, wait, ho, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How did this happen? And they just want to rewind it back. You know what I mean? And they just go back and they analyze and stuff like that. Because some people don't want to really think too hard when they're watching a show. They really don't want to. But that's talent when you can get a person to really think. You know what I mean? Definitely. In an age where Definitely. we want everything handed to the, handed to us almost, I hate to say that, but you know, when you're watching TV, everything is done for you. But when you're in a position where you're just sitting there being comfortable, you eating your popcorn or whatever, and you watching television, and you see this show and it's got you that and that's pulled you in that much, that's good. <laughs> yep. And it's the same thing with the play. Yep, and that is definitely one thing that I'm working on. With my writing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, like I mentioned, uh, I think I'd said to you before, uh, that time when we read your play and, and that character was introduced, I was kind of like, okay, um, I don't want to read anymore. I'm good. Here's your script. I'm going to get over here in the corner. I'm going to watch the rest of this because this character here, <laughs> she a mess. <laughs> Yeah, she wasn't mess then, but you know now she's uh she she's a little bit tamed. Okay. Ish. Ish. You know, oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> she's still sassy, you know, okay. but uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. That that works. That works. Now, as an actor, awesome. what shows, be it plays or television or what have you, would you like to be on? Um, what role let's would see. you like to play? I would love to play Cole House Walker Jr. in Ragtime. Mm. But I'm not sure if I'm like still a little bit too young-ish or maybe too short mm-hmm. for the character. But um, that's definitely uh, one role that I'll love to play. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is, uh, what's it called? Why am I drawing a blank right now? Troy Maxson. And fences. And fences. Oh, I that, okay. yeah. I feel that would be like a nice, a challenging role for the older Jerome. The older type Jer- of thing. <laughs> yes. The older Jerome. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. What else? Uh, well, now let me ask you this, because you okay? It's good. You, it's funny you say that because the thing of the thing that I've noticed there's a lot of actors that. And I'm gonna use myself an example as as an example. A lot of actors that are younger have played older roles, and I know growing up for me, I used to see certain actors that play these older characters, and then when I go to look them up to like their bio and stuff, and I look up their age, they were way younger than, <laughs> and I said, "Whoa, how in the world?" You know, and I'm yep. saying myself because for some reason, and this is in real life, and yes, I'm saying this live here I would go places and people would think I'm older now mind you I don't know what it is that people are seeing that people automatically go oh yeah she must be her mother or grandmother or something I'm like whoa grand whoa whoa, wait a minute what (laughs) what are you doing like what are you saying right I'm like you're you're about to get slapped hold on but (laughs) but 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 that's but it's 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 whatever the demeanor that you can portray the truthfulness of that person or, you know, yeah, I think you can, I don't think you'd have to be, well, no, let me not say that. I don't think you'd have to be too much older. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was going to say it was just like a maturity level or like a a maturity essence Mm -hmm. that you give off. Right. So um, I guess that's why a lot of people like attract to you and say like, Oh, she really reminds me of like the, nurturing mother aspect type of thing yeah 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 that's 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 probably what might be the case but i mean but that's that's yeah that's always a lot of times people that play these roles and stuff like that like even like one prime example i would see a role that's being played by you have to play a younger person but the person is a lot older than what they are that i noticed um it the age is 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 basically what you could bring to it if your look can compliment then that'll work but you know so many factors into that but um
so oh my gosh this was awesome Romy gorgeous oh my goodness this is so much fun this was so much fun I love this every time we get let me tell you something every time I talk with Romy we always have like a bunch of us um we we get on here we get the shenanigans going um this was a little more like formal but at the same token still you know this is how of course Romy and I just have these kind of discussions although on top of calling our friends crackheads and all that stuff because some of them are just they just act like it so <laughs> I mean hey call it like it is right exactly <laughs> we I, I when I say to people I'm like I have shenanigans all the time it happens all the time and it does not cease but anyway thank you so much Romy for being on here this was so amazing of course you're ever so welcome and tell the people like where can we find you see i already know where to find you i can just come stalk you in my car or whatever but there's other people that can't do that so where like, can people <laughs> find your uh tribal innovations and all that stuff where can they find you of course all right so um i have my personal page it's a jerome arthur john uh, either on facebook or on instagram um as far as for like the business aspects of things, my theater company is um, Tribal Innovations Theater Company. Um, website is www.tribalinnovationstheater.org or you can email info at tribalinnovationstheater.org. Um, as far as for Facebook and Instagram for that, uh, Facebook is at Tribal Innovations. Instagram is Tribal Innovations 2017. And um, yeah, be sure to like subscribe, and we could definitely like uh, email you with a lot of updates or any auditions or anything that we're doing, type of thing. And um, yeah, it's listen. I'm I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to the future with you guys. This is awesomeness. This is gonna be some great stuff. <laughs> Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Of course, and I'm, of course, and I'm just waiting for you to be to, to 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 be Troy and Francis. Let's just put that out there on the table right now. <laughs> of course, I mean, I have like another twenty years, but you know, I mean, oh god. I can make it work. <laughs> <laughs>